I'm here at the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco at the IGF Mobile. Um, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jani Kahrama. I'm the head of studio at Secret Exit. We're a small game developer in Helsinki, Finland. Well, it's nice to see you again. You know, I always see you at, uh, as a finalist in this competition, so it's great. And so what, what was the game this year that, that got into the finalist category? This year we managed to win the technical achievement category with um, the iPhone version of Stair Dismount. And what inspires you to do that, uh, Stair Dismount? is really the, the first Sterdismount was out on PC like yeah, well, yeah it was eight years ago and ever since then even when we started Secret Exit we knew that we had to do something with Sterdismount at some point the PC version got like 2.5 million downloads and we figured out well okay we maybe there's something to there yeah. and so it was a long process we, we tried to We've internally tried a number of different concepts and thinking what the game we should be like. And whenever we started, when we felt good about the design and started doing it, we always kind of feature crept it beyond our ability to implement. And, yeah. and finally, I mean, years after the company was founded, we finally got together a combination of features and, and our level of polish yeah. that we that we were able to put out. And that's uh, Stereismount on the iPhone. And what were some of the challenges as you were developing for the iPhone? Did you guys use Unity or some other type of um, system to help with the physics and stuff? Uh, the physics is uh, ODE. Okay. And um, not, not really technical challenges. I mean, the, the game is all already uh, an adaptation of the PC side of the source code. So that, that was actually relatively painless to get running on the iPhone. Um, the, the much of the work was actually adapting the controls so they feel good on that device. Uh, the UI in general, menus and so forth, menu flow was really important for us to get right. But then, even then, the um, a lot of effort was also put on, on the Facebook implementation. Okay. Um, uh, so talk about the Facebook implementation more. Alright, um, so, well, one of the ways we wanted to um, improve is that many of many of the PC users just send email back then saying that hey I want to put someone's face on the ragdoll. Oh yeah, yeah. And obviously we figured oh that's that's a good idea. And yeah. we, we wanted to do it in in a way that was kind of easy to access for many people. Uh, and our the first way that you can add a face is simply that if you have photos on your iPhone in the in the photo oh, library. Yeah. But we figured that well it's still a little bit too difficult. I mean not not many are gonna snap a shot of someone's face and then load it yeah. into the game. So we wanted we realized that well Facebook is a good place for faces. Yeah. And then we we wanted to, we wanted the Facebook stuff that we put into this game to be not intrusive. I mean any most of the games that you hear that they have Facebook features, yeah. they just spam your wall with high scores and yeah. and, and upsell links and it's just intrusive and you don't want that. So what what we do is that is that when you start the game and you pick a face, then it just lists lists the um, the faces of your friends in Facebook. You can just okay. pick a face. It comes straight on the ragdoll, and then you can push them down the stairs. Okay. And when when you find a really nice uh, photo moment, you can you can grab a photo and then upload and just at the push of a button, it uploads that to your Facebook photo gallery. Okay. So there's no 
additional spamming or anything like that. Sure. It's just a photo that you upload, it tags it with your friend's name, yeah. and then obviously Facebook sends out notifications to your friends that, okay, you've uploaded a photo. So it's very uh, elegant way and not really such a commercial way yeah. of, of doing things. Um, you know, and what were, did you, did you try to leverage the accelerometer or anything else to, uh, related, uh, to tie into this game? Or? Well, we, we know that there are ways that you could put, um, the accelerometer into the game, but it would break, so it's, it's a trade-off yeah. in the way that, okay, we, we wanted there to be replays. Yeah. And there's, there's, there are plans for the future. I mean, and I don't want to promise anything obviously but but the idea of, of having replays that you could share and record things and there, there are technical issues why you don't want the the, uh, the player to give input during the dismount I mean you, you want them to be you want it to be a, a quick dismount um, just one push with the direction then it's easier to implement stuff in the future um. When you talk about recording, uh, will, be, will people be able to upload the video of their friends onto Facebook or some other place? Well, th these are the stuff that we're thinking about. It's, and it's all, it's all, I mean, we've, we have a huge list of stuff that this would be lovely, this would be great, and this would be incredible. And all of it is, is possible, but it really depends on if, if the game even now makes back the, de the cost of its original development. Uh, it's, it's been a long, it's been long time in development. It was an expensive thing for us. And un unfortunately, when it came out, it really did not make it up the charts as, as uh, much as we, as, as well as we had hoped. But that has changed slightly now. Um, we're, we're in a very nice position on the US and UK charts. And hopefully if that keeps up, we will be able to actually make back the money that we put into development. If we, if we reach that, then new features and all that are much more of a possibility. Great. And can you talk about the design philosophy? I mean, has the design philosophy of your studio changed since last year? I know we discussed that last year, um, you know, just in terms of how you actually create compelling games. I actually don't even remember what I've lied to you last year, uh, but it was probably very convincing. Let me yeah, try something. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> but basically, you know, you're just talking about how, you know, make pretty much, you know, if you find it intriguing and compelling, you're, you're, you're trying to create an interesting experience with, with your last project, and it wasn't necessarily, um, you're trying to create a relaxing state. So, uh, all right. Well, I mean, I, I think we've discussed both about Cinnamon Beats, which yeah. was a project that is still up on a shelf somewhere. Um, we may have discussed about Zenbound as well. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's still, all of our game designs are very, I can't really say if, if we have a fixed process as such. Yeah. I mean, we get ideas and we prototype and then if we feel good about it, then we implement. And with many of the games that we've done, uh, Sturdy's Mount and, and Zenbound, they both have their roots in the demo scene and we've, we've seen these like these things were done and tested many years ago and now we're now with those games we just basically added production values and, and brought them to a, well to a new audience um, and so what's next in store for you guys um, that you can talk about um, what platforms are you going to be developing for and stuff like that well sure uh, we've, we have announced that uh, Zenbound 2 is now the thing that we are working hard on and we are we're really trying to get it out as close to the release of the iPad as possible. So Zenbound 2 is coming out first on the on the iPad. 
and um, where can people find out more about your games? Well, uh, from our website probably, uh, www.secretexit.com. Thank you very much.